Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. I'm going to ask you a super deep question. What is ethical psychological marketing? What is ethical psychological marketing? I had to read that, that just, I had to read that three times to make sure I said it correctly. I am so excited for today. So we've got a great co-host. She's really going to host this thing. She could run this without me, but I just wanted to be here with her because she's rad. Um, she was introduced to me by a man named Damien, who's actually on screen with us too. Damien, wave your hand, say hello. So Damien sent this message and said, hey, I've got a coach who runs this thing called the Listings Lab. And she's really cool. And this program is rocking my world. And I said, can I meet her? I don't know what that is. Tell me about it. And so I got on a Zoom with this woman named Jess and I, I, we had a great conversation. The one thing we didn't practice is how to say her last name. Jess, how do you say her last name? Is it Lenovelle? It's Lenovelle, yeah. Lenovelle. So I got on the call with Jess and immediately I was like, I love this woman. Like the, like the mindset, the energy, what she's bringing. So we could talk about a whole host of things. Jess, your, your company, just so we're not selling training, we're gonna, we're gonna give value today, but just so people know, you really, you really serve two different groups. You have the group, what are the two groups you serve with your, your company in general? Yeah, for the most part, we break into two categories, which are the people who are at six, like low six figures and want to be at that seven figure mark from, you know, they're in that low six figures. They're trying to double, triple, quadruple their business. It's really that exponential growth point. Um, we also have our second kind of category of people that are, you know, high, high six figures, low seven figures, and really want to get to that multiple seven figure mark with freedom. Okay. So if that's either of you, you're in the right place. If you're a brand new agent, still listen, because I guarantee when we talk ethical, psychological marketing, like yeah. you might be thinking, what do those words mean? I hope you are, because it's going to, we're going to relate that to how it actually will help you sell more houses in less time and do it the right way that feels good and in integrity. So, so let's give people a little background on you just first, before we dive into that, just mm -hmm. in case they've never heard you speak, they don't yeah. know who you are. Yeah. Why do you have any business telling people about ethical psychological marketing? So, um, I mean, I, myself, I was an agent for 14 years. I built my own multiple seven figure lean team. Um, and I think that the reason why I was successful and continue to be is because I'm not trying to trick anybody into doing anything. And, you know, I grew up in the business. My mom's been an agent for over 35 years. So, you know, I was the baby realtor that was like running around in the back of mom's car, you know, with her, her map book, like teaching myself how to read. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that there's, there's just so much scarcity. I, I kind of sometimes will call it like bro marketing out there. That's like the, like crush it. Like, you know, and, and then when, when we get to the, to the real estate side of it, it's, it's so scarcity driven. It's like people really try once they actually start to understand the psychology of marketing, it becomes a manipulative thing. Right. And it becomes, you know, how, now that I have this skill set, how can I manipulate people into thinking that I'm going to do something for them that I'm probably not. Right. And we see that a lot. And there's entire coaching models that are built off of it. You know, people saying like, you know, blah, 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 guaranteed with the asterisks in the, in the fine print somewhere that says, just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So, and you're, I know you're not a big fan of just kidding. I want to rewind to one thing you said, because you tossed it out so casually that I want to highlight it for you. Because one of the things I love about Jess is she's incredibly humble. Okay. She is a rock star without any shadow of a doubt. I know you are. Like I talked to her one time, like, oh, you're rad. So you just said, I ran a lean seven figure team, but mm -hmm. you said it so casually that I don't know if everyone even caught that. So seven <laughs> figures, seven figures means do the math, right? That's a lot of, you know how many zeros that is? Seven figures. And what does lean mean? How many agents were on your team when you were running the seven figure team? Three. Three. And your price point was, you know, over $2 million per sale. Like you're doing this huge luxury houses. No. What was your average price point? Um, it started out in and around the like 350, 400 mark. Yeah. You know, it ended up, you know, as, you know, by the end of my career, inflation appreciation ended up being probably around, you know, four to 500,000. Okay. I just want to give you a frame of reference guys. Like, we're not having some, like you get people that you see on stages. We try not to get them on agent power huddle. We do our best to screen them, but you never know. But just is the real deal. When you have someone who runs a seven figure team with three agents and then can actually walk people through how she did it so you can recreate it. That's why I started being like, okay, I, you have my respect, right? So let's dive now into the psychological piece because people are here yeah. to learn about this whole ethical psychological marketing. You developed a skill set that you described to me as a superpower. Mm -hmm. what, is your, what is your superpower? My superpower is being able to take someone from complete stranger and without having to manually talk to them, you know, pour my own energy into, into things or the agent's energy into things, get them to a point where they feel like they know you, they like you, they trust you, they want to work with you. How did you develop that skill set? I think that there's a lot of, well, obviously studying psychology and studying marketing and looking outside of the industry and trying to figure out real estate's always five to 10 years behind when it comes to most things. And when we look at other more advanced service-based industries and we look at what's working there and the cutting edges of those industries and bringing those back into real estate, it doesn't always, I mean, nothing's ever plug and play, but bringing it back into the real estate space and then really trying to figure out how can we take this concept, bring it into real estate and continue to just add value. And I think that what happens a lot of the time when people get really into marketing, they lose the human side of real estate and real estate at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how big your team is and how much volume you do. It's a human to human business, but it doesn't have to be manual. So there's this fine balance between people feeling connected to you in, in our, in our ROI. Like we, we use that, like the acronym of relevancy, omnipresence and intimacy. So the intimacy piece really becomes that, like that human to human aspect of it. And a lot of the time when people scale, that's what they lose. And then it hurts the business, right? So it's this balance between what, like, what do people need to see? How do people make decisions emotionally? Because everyone makes decisions emotionally before they make them logically, right? It doesn't matter if someone's walking into a home for the first time or choosing an agent or, you know, if somebody meets you or sees you online or however they're, they're in contact with you, if they don't like you, it's going to be a no. Does that make sense? Makes hundred percent sense. The way I was, and by the way, I typed in the chat box, make sure I got it right. Relevancy, omnipresence, intimacy. 
Mm-hmm. That's ROI. And mm-hmm. don't judge my spelling. There's no spell check in the Zoom chat box. So <laughs> I have no idea if I, I, I have no idea if I spell it right. Anyway. All right. So relevancy, omnipresence, intimacy. And when you said, just to make sure I'm understanding, you said people, they make the emotional decision before they make the logical one, correct? Absolutely. And I think that the majority of people in real estate are only putting logic in front of people. I'm number one, look at me, you know, like here's all my listings. Here's, I have business, therefore I, you should give me your business. Like here are all my awards, right? I'm number one. I'm number, I'm number one. one. I'm yeah. number one. I'm Asterix, number one in my mom's heart. Just kidding, just in my office. Right? Just to my mom, just to my mom. I'm number, <laughs> by the way, Jess and I both worked with our moms forever. I used to, I actually always yeah. wanted to make an ad that said I'm number one in my mom's heart. Like yeah. a small print below it. Anyway. My mom says I'm the best. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and really at the end of the day, like that hits the logical part of it. And yes, social proof and that aspect of it is important. It's just not in the beginning. People need to build that emotional, that emotional connection first. Yep. I guarantee you teach it this way. The way I always was explained was people make decisions based on emotion. They justify with logic and then return to emotion to to finish the decision-making process. Emotion, logic, emotion. Mm -hmm. And you have to give people everything that they need in order to feel completely comfortable in order for it to be a hell yes from somebody. It needs to be you like there's in the way that we teach it. There's nine different points that you need to hit in order for that person to have no doubt in their mind and not be looking around elsewhere. And the other thing that's really important to remember, especially when we're talking about marketing, is if you don't give people everything that they need to choose you and create an inbound relationship, then the power, and I hate to use this, this, but I don't, I haven't figured out a better way of explaining it. The power dynamic is off. And therefore, you know, that's why there seems to be a race to the bottom in terms of commissions nowadays, because people are actually not creating enough value. And they're also not giving that like the people aren't aren't creating inbound business generation. And when you do that, no one's going to come to you and say, I've seen all your stuff. I feel like I, I feel like I know you. I feel like you're inside my brain. Like you're 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 the only person I want to work with. Will you do it for one point? Right. It's, it's attraction. It's attracting clients versus chasing them. But, but let's, let, let's unpack. Cause I want to see, I want to make sure I'm understanding the power dynamic and maybe we'll figure out a different way to say it. What do you mean mm-hmm. by the power dynamic is off? What do you mean by that? I just mean that like, there's, there's this element of like, if you're ta- if you build, if you build a business full of chasing, you're going after the business, the business isn't coming to you. And therefore the, the people who you're chasing feel like they have the upper hand. And when someone has the upper hand, they feel like they can negotiate. And it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's more of a feeling than anything else of like, okay, well, you want my business as opposed to, I want you to be my realtor. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't have a better, I mean, that makes perfect sense, man. I don't have a, I don't have a nice encapsulated way to say it other than power dynamic, but you're kind of losing control in a way you're losing, yeah. you're, you're losing, not that you, any human being has control. That's a whole separate oh, no, discussion. No. Gonna, but, but in this <laughs> to, case, to, really, yeah. yeah, but it is a power, it is a power dynamic. You, you're going into, I call it chase mode versus attract. Yeah. Yeah. When you go into chase mode, like, let's say you have a seller. Let's just go down this rabbit hole for a minute. Let's say you have a seller that, you know, they want to list their house. Okay. You set an appointment to go meet with them and then they reschedule it. And then you call them up to go see if you want to rebook another appointment to go see their house. And they say they're busy, their dogs at the vet, whatever it is, and they reschedule again. 
And then you send them a text, they don't respond. Another text, they don't respond. Now it's just shifted where instead of like them calling you over to go, you're now chasing them, trying to beg them to bring them, like the power mm-hmm. dynamic has shifted. I think mm-hmm. that's, I think you're right the way to explain it. Is that what you're, that's kind of what you're talking 100%. about. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. And, and, and I think that it happens so often where the number one thing that agents tell me that they need is more leads. I need more leads, which is actually just the verbiage is wrong. You don't need more leads. You need more clients. Right. And so, and, and, and at the end of the day, more leads actually doesn't mean more clients because there are people who have thousands and that, like I have a, I know somebody who has a 600,000 person database, right? So First of it's, all, called the phone, it's called the phone book. Nobody can, can properly nurture that, especially if you're trying to do it on the phone. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so it really comes down to, and we, we talked about this and you, I dropped this word earlier, the relevancy of it right? I would rather have a small, really, really highly relevant database. People who I want to work with, who, who want, who I'm relevant to, I specialize in helping, which again, comes down to like the niching or the niching down, which everyone wants to fight on, fight on, but it comes down to who are you targeting? How do you serve them? How can you, how do you provide the most value out of anyone else in your market? And that doesn't mean taking a, like a theoretical basket and throwing as much stuff in it as possible, right? It, again, from a relevancy standpoint, when it comes to your service package is what do they actually need and what's going to create the most value for them? Not who has the longest list of things that they include. Is this making sense, guys? Is, do you like this shift in philosophy? Right. Type in the chat box yes or on Facebook. Give us a comment because I got a few people direct messaging me just that are saying this is awesome already. So, awesome. so, so let's. I want to do this. We're about halfway through. I want to spend a few minutes digging into the ethics. Yeah. And then I want to loop in a little bit about J- John Rogers. By the way, thank you. Give all caps yes with an exclamation point. So yes, <laughs> Thanks, John. John. We're, we're tracking. <laughs> so then I want to loop in a little bit about how I have Damien met you and just like the role of how that Damien fits like the, you know, the listing lab fits into all this, but, mm. but let's talk ethics first. Yeah. Um, so once you figure this out and you understand how to speak to people in a way where you, it's relevant, you're omnipresent, there's yeah. that intimacy relationship. Yeah. Um, Cause really, truly, by the way, this is guys, you keep hearing us say, own your relationships. That's mm-hmm. what Jess is doing. Same thing. How do you out Zillow Zillow? You own yeah. your relationships. Yeah. So, so where, where does the ethics part come in? How do you see people abusing this? Yeah. So, I think that there's, there's influence. So think of your selling is influence. Marketing is just storytelling. Right. And so, but, but once you actually master the ability to create, to bring someone from stranger to client, you understand the psychology because all it is at the end of the day is psychology. Humans are, we are just computers that are somewhat wired the same way. And if we, if you, if you understand fully with each, niche or niche or target how to move someone through that journey it's powerful and you you have this almost like this voodoo <laughs> that can be used for good and can be used for evil <laughs> just like anything else and so i you know it's one of those things too with us internally at our company we t- speak to talk to interview every single person before they're allowed into our programs because uh, the way that i see this is i'm giving people not only a microphone and a bigger platform but i'm also giving them kind of a superpower of like how to how to do this themselves and if i give that tool to the wrong people it's going to be misused yeah. right 
what I jokingly said when Jess and I talked offline and Brent, who's our editor watching this, when he edits a clip for you out of this, Jess, I'd love to do a little Spider-Man nod for those comic book fans. Because <laughs> I just hear in my head, I hear, with great power comes great, great response. responsibility. Or you, you say it. So we have the clip you saying. Go ahead, you say it. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. There you go. So that's... That's what I hear, but doesn't that make yeah. sense? That's what you're saying, isn't it? It's exactly what I'm saying. And, and marketing and, and really becoming a marketer. So what, you know, real, real estate, we all get into it for three major reasons, right? We get in it in the beginning, normally for personal gain, right? So I want to have unlimited income. I want to be able to set my own schedule and have freedom. And I want to help people for the most part. That's, that, that, that's kind of the trifecta. And a lot of the time what happens is people become, or they want to learn how to be a good agent, but you can't be a really great agent for that many, for a lot of people, unless you're a really great marketer. And so when it comes down to it, I've always looked at it as, okay, I'm a marketer first so that I can serve more people. And so with this, again, it comes, how is everything going to be created in a way that is it's unlimitedly scalable? So before I make a decision in my business or before I teach anybody anything, that's the question. Is this unlimitedly scalable? Is this something that this person's going to like doing over time? Right? So if it becomes call, 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 and, and, and unfortunately so much coaching has turned into, have you, you know, here's, here's, here's a checklist. Have you made all your phone calls this week? Right? And, you know, that's at the end of the day, sure, accountability matters to a certain extent, but teaching someone that the only way to grow their business is to make phone calls is so fundamentally flawed. I get, I talk to so many agents who will, will say, I want to double my business and I'll say, okay, great. So how many hours of phone calls are you making a day Two. Okay. So do you have four hours a day to make phone calls? And then can you also on top of that handle twice as many clients as you're currently working with? Of course not. Right. The answer is just no. And then, so, so, it comes down to what got you here won't get you there. And so the, the actual business model as a whole has to shift. And that's really where you, you really have to go from, 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 from chase to attract. Right. And so it comes down. There's a lot of different pieces of this. There's the marketing piece. There's the, the follow-up piece. Lead generation is not the same as nurture. It's not the same as taking a lead and turning them into a client, that, that's where the psychology comes in. Anybody can generate a whole bunch of leads, right? It's just a matter of like what happens and the most work actually should happen when that lead, when that person becomes a lead. And then what happens to them at, from that point to the time that they become a client? Email is not enough, right? It comes down to, you know, what's your email open rate? A really great email open rate for an agent is going to be especially with a cold audience is going to be 30%. And that's like a really, really good one. So what happens to that other 70% of people? Are you just generating them for them to sit and for them to get lost, which is again, a waste of money. So what we want to do is really make sure that, 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 that you're, we're, we're touching people in a lot of different ways, right? We're finding them online where they live. So it's not just, well, what I get, the, I get asked this question all the time. What, what social media platform should I be on? Well, what, what's your niche and what social media platform are they on? Right. It's not about, uh, it's, it's the shift in terms of, it's not about you. Same with your marketing message. It's not about you. 
yes, there's a certain amount of that you have to share personally to build that emotional connection and build that intimacy. But you shouldn't wake up every day and say, what do I want to say today? What do I want to post today? It shifts to what does my ideal client need to hear from me today? How can I create the most value for my audience today? And that's really where things really, really start to shift for people because you become of service to people. And then that element of reciprocity starts to kick in, right? I'm giving and I'm giving, it's, it's, it's just this, you know, you give, you give before you ask, you serve before you sell. I'm just letting you roll because it's so good. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, honestly, I just, I keep wanting to jump in and I'm not saying anything because guys, I could listen to Jess all day long. How many of you are like, just preach, right? Thank you. I'm, I'm telling you. And so, so I, we got about 10 minutes. I want to, I want to do shift gears for a minute because this is not, this is not about you coming here to sell coaching, right? Oh gosh, no. Right. Guys, I've said this every time we talk about any coach, there's, I get no affiliate fee. If you sign up with anything Jeff has, I get no, nothing other than I want you to sell a lot of houses and live amazing lives. And she provides a platform that can, you can learn that. So if you like what you're hearing, I want to loop Damien in because Damien actually is the one who introduced us. He's one of your students. Mm -hmm. So Damien, how did you get connected with Jess originally? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So the biggest thing that I was missing in my business was social media. It's never been something that I was excited about. Like, rarely would ever go on there. And it was funny because it's like, we all think we can just simply turn on some ad dollars and all of a sudden it's going to generate all this business. And I looked at what I spent last year just on Facebook ads and I ran so many different tests because marketing is nothing more than testing, but I sucked. And I really got one deal, which broke even. And mm -hmm. I didn't even enjoy the deal that I got from it. So it's like, and let, and let me just say guys, Damien is a, hopefully there's no kids around. We'll keep it, keep it PC ish, but like, he's a badass realtor guys. Okay. He he's a legit, like he's a, but he knew he was missing this component of this business. So anyway, I want people to know that background about you. Continue Damien. Thank you. Um, so either way, I, I literally started telling my wife how I need to get the social media thing down. And most randomly just pops into my computer screen one day and I start reading some stuff and start watching some videos. And I'm like, Oh my God, she like speaks my language. So everything that she's been talking about is so true. And I'm one of those people that hates, you know, putting my name and email into something because somebody's going to call. She was instantly yeah. like on target, getting things set up. And it was just, I don't know. I was excited for the first time of actually trying to talk to somebody with, you know, some sort of coaching program. And then I even started looking at like who she was coached by and stuff like that. And it was so impressive that at, at that point in time, when I got on the phone call um, to, you know, apply, it was a no brainer. I didn't care how much it was going to cost. I just wanted to get it done and move forward. And we, we get so caught up in cost of things, but you don't look at the value and the, the teaching that it's going to give you over time. And her program, I, I will tell you this, like I'm going through my 30 pieces of content right now. I've done other coaching programs out there, um, not to this level by any means, because there's people all along the way that'll help you when you're stuck or not getting stuff, but she makes it so simple. Um, I have major ADHD. I, my mind goes 20 different directions, but the way that her program is laid out, like sometimes you're wondering, okay, where's this going to fit in? But when you get a little farther along, it's like, 
I never would have known how to do that. And I never would have thought of putting that there. And the other thing is, I don't know if there's 10 people on this call or a thousand, but we could all be in this group and your message is going to be different than everybody else's. They're giving you the framework. And that's what makes it unique because, you know, half the time we're always like, well, is anybody else in my city in this program? Because I don't want it to be copied for me. Um, this is all about personal relationships. It's And that's what real estate really is. But Jess has a way of saying, here's the nine pieces of content that you make and here's how many you make of each and put your personal stories into this. And it, it comes back to, you're not selling people. Nobody gets on Facebook to want to buy a house or to get a you know, property value. They're just like, seriously go away from me. And the narcissism of half the realtors of just saying, you know, how cool they are, how great they are. It's funny because I take screenshots all the time of just what not to do. And that's why I'm like, I need to talk to somebody that knows this and she's, you know, proven it. She's got people that have proven it. Um, everybody's always given value. So it's, it's great. Damien, the reason why, by the way, Jess, and you just didn't even know I was going to have Damien speak up. No. Jess is just too humble to brag about her own program. So I figured I'd bring Damien who introduced us to at least drop a little word. It's like, check it out guys. Zach will drop a link in the chat. We'll put it in later, but like we can keep rolling. I just want to just, if you have anything you want to comment, but you just, you just, you would just would never see anything. I have a great program. So I'm going to say it for her. I, I do <laughs> Thank one you. more thing and I'll, I'll shush, but what it's made me do is slow down and think. Um, it's, it's simple the way it looks. I'm not going to say it's easy. You got to put your time in. Um, and sometimes you're beating your head up against the wall because you're trying to make it perfect. And you don't just always have to make it perfect. You just have to get it going. And she's the one that's really guiding you through that. And the cool thing is you can do it for more than one niche. So it's not like you're stuck to one thing. Obviously, I need to get my first niche down before I go on to the second or third. Um, but I look at this as a program that's just going to you know, put cash out there. But in the meantime, I'm actually helping people and making them like me. I love, I love it. So, so we'll spend the last five minutes here. I'll make just teach some more guys. We're going to have her back on three, four, five more times. If you don't check out a program until five times later, it's fine with us. And as long as Jess is willing to come back and she doesn't, you know, I mean, is it, is it a, are your big plans for next year? Are they public knowledge yet or now? Mine? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of an open book. There's not really, there's not really anything that, you know, I won't talk about. I'm moving to the Bahamas in January, which I'm really excited about. That's what I wanted you to say. I didn't know right? if, I was, if I was able to say that. Okay. So, so tell, uh, yeah. them doing, tell them how the Bahamas fit in. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I, I'm one of those people who questions everything. And, you know, I grew up in a big city, in a big North American city, you know, mom's been a realtor, dad's a doctor, like there's just ways that you do things. And my husband and I, every vacation that we've ever taken somewhere tropical for the last 10 years has been, oh, imagine we lived here. So we just, we figured it out. And um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, I've never been more excited about anything. Like, I feel like I'm living in this limbo right now where, you know, I, I'm one of those people who preaches all the time, like, don't wish your life away, like live every day to the fullest, but like, I'm not doing it right now, guys. Like I'm, I'm definitely like in this limbo of like wishing the next six weeks away. So I can just like wake up in the Bahamas. She, she's moving to the Bahamas. How cool is that? She missed that part. She didn't say that. She just started talking. You're, she's moving to the Bahamas and still going to yeah. run her business. Still going to be a coach. Still going to yep. do what she loves. Yep. And I mean, my team, my team spread out all over everywhere. Like I've got team all over the place. Um, We're 100% virtual. So it didn't, it didn't, it didn't matter really where I was located. So yeah. And I've got a book coming out. Our pre-sales are coming out in January. So we've got a book, I've got a book coming out called more money, less hustle. Um, I've got, we're doing our, yeah. Do you have a theme song for the book? 
A theme song? No. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I? Can we? Let Let's set up a call. I'll text you later. I want to see if you're open to it. I, I used to be a songwriter as my past life, and as you just said it right now, more money, less hustle. I feel like there needs to be a theme song. I've got some ideas. We can we can brainstorm. Off oh, on I am so excited to jam on that. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got the book coming out. We're we're just announcing dates for May for our big Listing Lab Live event, which we haven't done since the beginning of COVID. Um, and basically like that, that event is like your roadmap to seven figures. And like, we go through the six pillars to seven figures. Um, yeah, we've got exciting stuff, but like, like, I don't like kind of rule of thumb. I don't ever do anything that isn't that I'm not excited about. And it doesn't seem like a really good time for me. I love it. All right. So let's pull it all together. If you were to give advice to agents listening, whether they're new or experienced, just somewhere to get started. And then let us know later which links we should drive people to, you know, to get to kind of learn more about you. But um, if you're just giving advice here to kind of pull it all together, where would you tell people should get started if they're looking at either from an ethological, psychological standpoint, or even just psychological marketing period, where would they get started? Um, I would start with, I mean, from a platform standpoint, figure out where, like who you want to serve demographically. Don't try to think about zip codes or, you know, or property types or anything like that. Like, who do you want to serve? Upsizers, downsizers, first-time buyers, you know, dog owners. You, you can niche down in a lot of different ways, um, but figure out who you want to serve and who you can specialize in. You will not lose other business because you niche down. You will just get more of that. So figure out who you want to serve, interview them, talk to them, get the language and the pain points and learn as much as you possibly can from having those conversations, never create marketing in a vacuum. It's just never going to be, it's never going to work well. It's never going to be what you want. So, you know, create your marketing through conversations. I do market research, even myself every six months, and my messaging is tweaked because of it. So interview people, talk to people, figure out where they, where they live online and figure like really learn psychological marketing, whether you join a program or whether you just read a bunch of books and do like do the work yourself, learn how to create influence. Um, and you don't need to be, you don't need to be an influencer. You just need to learn how to get somebody from not knowing who you are to essentially wanting to know you and wanting to be in your life. And you don't have to be, you don't have to be extroverted. You don't have to be the life of the party. I'm not, you just have to, you know, be yourself, be as authentic and as vulnerable as you can. I I love that, Jess. I just dropped in the chat box, the listing lab, the listingslab.com listings with an S the listingslab.com. That's Jess's website. I figure that's a good place to start. We can get other direct links if you want to send people somewhere else. But um, I was thinking as you pick this, Jess, what about this for a tagline? You don't have to be an influencer to create influence. 100%. And and there I have entire pieces like videos and pieces of content out there about the difference between trying to be an influencer and being an entrepreneur and and how things are actually approached differently online when you do that. Yeah. So good. Damien, thank you for introducing us. Just you are a rock star. I, I love you. it. Autumn, you got some music queued up. Have a great day everybody. This is good. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye Thanks, guys. guys. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.